0: Welcome to the Mayor Group Home Selling Podcast where we talk about how to sell your house for more money. You learn tips, tricks, techniques, systems, processes, procedures and all the different things that we've learned on how to sell houses for the most profit for the home seller. There's lots of different real estate agents out there. There's waterfront agents, there's neighborhood agents, there's been in the business for 25 years agents, there's dog lover agents, there's uh exercise agents, there's you know, community-involved agents that we like to think of ourselves as the sell-your-house-for-the-most-profit agents, and we have a system. So let's talk about the appraisal, the pre-appraisal, and why we do a pre-appraisal. And I don't know any other realtors that do a pre-appraisal, so we want to talk today about why they're advantageous to our home sellers and how we use the pre-appraisal to help our clients make more money. So I would say that in all the things that we do, this is the one that is the most controversial. I've seen this posted on several different websites, several different Facebook pages where realtors have asked you know, about getting an appraisal. And I can tell you absolutely, that the overall consensus from every place I've ever looked is that realtors do not believe in getting appraisals for their listings. And it absolutely blows me away. And I can tell you honestly that uh, before I was in real estate, I was a mortgage lender and I used to sit with realtors and ask them all about their business all the time. That was how I got my business. And very commonly, I would hear about somebody working with a client who had their house overpriced. And I would, I would, I said it all the time. It just makes total sense to me. Why not get a pre-appraisal? And I hear a lot of different things. So here's what I hear. Well, I don't want to spend the money because they are probably not going to believe it. Or it's our job to set the price or you know i've had a bad appraisal before and i'm afraid it would be a bad appraisal or what if the appraisal comes in a certain number then i can't sell it at that number now i'm kind of pigeonholed into a number that i have to meet or whatever and i'm going to tell you what i really i really think um i really think that it's a, it's a kind of a nuanced answer but i'm going to tell you what i what i think the origin of it is and that is that the way that this relationship between real estate agents and homeowners is is an unhealthy relationship. And by that, let me explain. Let's say that you're going to hire an attorney. An attorney, unless they're going to do a pro bono case or they're going to do a, a case like an injury case where they get like 33% only if they win... Well, I mean, look at that margin, 33% or 30% if they win. Unless they do that, they're going to charge you a retainer fee up front, and then you're going to pay by the hour, you know, to the tune of $2,000, $3,000, $5,000 an hour, whatever it is. And they're going to charge you every time you talk to them on the phone, every time they send you an email. However, as a real estate agent, and I used to do this myself, I, I was proud of it most real estate agents set up a cancellation clause in the listing agreement of a period of time with no financial um, penalty. So you can cancel the agreement in 24 hours, no questions asked. And and, and this kind of makes sense on one level, because if you believe that you do a good job and you believe that you have a good relationship and good rapport with the home seller and you feel confident in yourself. You have no reason to feel like you're going to get fired. Then that makes total sense, but it doesn't take into account the home sellers positioning and they're, they're not being asked to perform in any way. It's like, Hey, I'm going to do my job and you can cancel me, but I'm not asking you to do your job and you know, that there there's no requirement for the home seller. So, in some cases maybe you agree to a price before you put it on the uh, or before you, you know, sign a listing agreement or or come to the hire the real estate agent whatever. But the reality is 46.5% of houses fail to sell. So let's call that half. So if half of the houses that are listed don't sell, the real estate agent has a 50-50 chance that they're going to do all this work and not get paid anyway. So it sets up a relationship where the real estate agent does not want to invest money into an unrealistic home seller. So it creates a terrible dynamic. And it's very hard to get out of that. So another statistic I read the other day, which I I feel like it can't be true, but there's been so many things I've heard that are true that I just have to believe this because it came from the National Association of Realtors. And I'm still not totally understanding how this could be possible. And that is only 21% of home sellers use a real estate agent to set the price of their house, which you know blows me away. Because the first question, the one that just really stands out to me is like, guys, well, why would you even pay a real estate agent? If they're not going to help you set the price, like do you believe that the price of a house is a static number and that that doesn't change at all? It it doesn't sway or vary or doesn't sit on a range. It's literally just a fixed number and that no matter, no matter what, that's what it's going to sell for and that nobody can influence that number other than just a few small things. Like if that was the case, if this was like a, Stock, or if this was like a car, a new, a brand new car, then you know, sure. But a house can 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 really swing. It's something called the price swing effect. It can go at the bottom of the market or the top of the market, depending on how this process is handled. And I don't think anyone, uh, I don't think a lot of home sellers can truly grasp that because it's it's hard to quantify that. It's hard to really have enough data without being in this business and without studying this to really understand what a what a variance there can be in the home sale price. So I think on some level, home sellers in the back of their mind are thinking in their head, I don't trust this guy. It's gotta be the only the only thing. It's it's, it's gotta be either I know how much my home is worth or I don't trust this person. And I'm gonna pick my own price. And and because I don't trust them On some level, I'm rolling the dice. Now, if you're going to roll the dice on a $500,000 investment, uh, what are you going to do? Roll the dice and be conservative, right? Like you're going to try to err on the side of caution because there's only two ways to go here. You can overprice it or you can underprice it. So we certainly don't want to underprice this. Let's just try to overprice it. And I think that makes sense, however, it is a terrible strategy because overpricing your house will cost you money and you will end up underselling your house. So that brings me back to this pre-appraisal and why it is vital for us and our clients and for us selling houses and why I feel like we have so much success in selling houses. So sometimes, um, the house appraises for a lot more than I thought it was going to appraise for. And sometimes it's, it's less. And the, the one, the one thing that it does do is that it anchors the price. And if a home seller doesn't believe in the appraisal, I really want to know why they don't believe in the appraisal. And if it's because they think that somehow me and the appraiser are in cahoots then I just say, Hey, look, pick your own appraiser. Like I like my appraiser because he's a full-time appraiser. And I, and I used to work with him in the mortgage business. And I know that he's a, a guy that does a ton of appraisals. Like he's a full-time, uh, like six, seven days a week, you know, two, three, four appraisals, like all the time, just cranking appraisals out and his whole livelihood, his bread and butter is figuring out how much houses cost. He's not a, you know, part-time appraiser, he's a full-time appraiser and he's also very busy. He does a ton of appraisals. Like there's a lot of appraisers that, you know, they do one or two a week and then there's some appraisers that do one or two a day. So my guy's a one or two a day guy. He's been doing it for 25 years. Do the math. We're talking thousands and tens of thousands of appraisals and this guy's a professional. So, the appraised price is what I know that real estate agents, home buyers, home sellers, and other professionals trust. They trust the appraisal. So I feel like if you have an appraisal, you are at least very, very close to figuring out how much a home is worth. And by getting the appraisal, You're setting the benchmark for, sorry, there's a Amber alert coming through here. So by having the appraisal, you're setting the benchmark for what a bank will give a borrower to buy your house. And the concept here is that if the house appraises for less, the borrower can't get financing. And in Southern Maryland, where I operate, I am not aware of any scenario where a home buyer will raise the cash to pay the difference between an appraised value and a sales price. Like it appraised for, you know, 400 and the contract says 410 and they're just going to come up with $10,000 in cash. I've I've never been aware of of that scenario in southern Maryland in in any market and I've been doing real estate since 2009, so we're 10 years in and I'm not aware of that. So, in any case, the the appraisal is the representation of the most money that a buyer can get. So your goal as a home seller is to get to the appraisal and just sell it over the appraisal. Now in some scenarios you sell the house a little bit more than the appraisal and the new appraisal will match the sales price because the appraisers don't like to you know blow deals up and and usually they'll figure out a way to meet the number, but it keeps us inside of a very tight range. Like we're not going to be twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars over. And if that sounds crazy to you, believe me, I've seen houses um, I'm selling a house right now that was $200,000 over the list price, or, or I should say this, it's hundred thousand dollars less than what my appraiser came back at is what this this house was on the market for previously. And when I was approached by this person to sell it previously, I turned them down uh, without an appraisal. I said, "Listen, we need to get an appraisal. I feel like this might be a little overpriced." and I think that person didn't want to hear the appraised price and then they tried it for two years and now that they're back uh, ready to sell it and they want to get serious, then they said, okay, let's get the appraisal. I want you to sell my house. So in any case, by having the appraisal, we're able to set the price. Now, what that does is not just allow you to you know, set the price. It also allows you to as a home seller, negotiate from a much more comfortable position. Because let's just, let's just say that your house is worth $400,000, but in the back of your mind, as a home seller, you think it could be worth four twenty dollars because whatever it is, you feel like you have a geothermal HVAC system or because your house is on a hill. I don't know. Just insert anything right here. And you think your house is worth more then four twenty your house is worth four twenty but it's really only worth four hundred and if you were to put it on the market at say four thirty because you want to roll the dice and see if you can squeeze out a little bit extra by the time you get down to four hundred you have already lowered it thirty thousand dollars or even twenty thousand dollars and you feel like somewhere in your mind that you've given away $30,000 or that you've lowered at $30,000. And you're now in a position of anxiety and frustration and aggravation. And in many cases, you can't help but think that you've lost money, even though you haven't really lost any money. So by knowing the price, when an offer comes along at $400,000 and it appraised at $400,000, you are now much more likely to feel like that is a good offer, that you should accept the offer. You will not hesitate and you will then make a good, wise decision where you've now profited all the money that you were ever going to be able to profit. And just so you're aware, people do not always get full appraised value. Like I just went to settlement on a house uh, with a client uh, two weeks ago, $30,000 over uh, the sales price. The house that I purchased uh, two and a half years ago, uh, $50,000. It appraised $50,000 over the sales price and it happens all the time. So if you're able to sell your house at the appraised value, my thought process is high five yourself, high five your realtor, be happy and know that you got all your money. And one thing that, that a lot of people don't know is that If you don't have an appraisal before you sell your house, when you do sell it and the buyer gets an appraisal, the buyer does not tell you what the appraised value was. They don't tell the other realtor. They don't tell anybody. So you will never know. And that in and of itself could just be worth the money of the appraisal. We pay for pre-appraisals on all of our listings on behalf of our clients But if you're, you know, not working with us and you're in another market somewhere, I would tell you to, you know, do your best to find a good appraiser and get the appraiser, if not more than anything else, it would be to sell it for the most money, but also just for peace of mind, just because you'll at least know where you landed and you can sort of grade everything based on that. Because you hear someone say, oh, I sold my house in two weeks or I sold my house for this much money but that is a benchmark based on what it's based on what you thought your house was worth or what your realtor thought your house was worth and in some situations it's easy to do if you're in a townhouse neighborhood where they offered three different models and they were all built in a 3-year period and there's 500 of them and 10 of them just sold in the past two months and you can compare yours to theirs very easily, then sure, you can pretty much tell what your house is worth. But in a place like Southern Maryland where houses are so different, they were all built at different times, they're all different style houses, there's not one single type of house here that's even somewhat common other than a split foyer. But even then, there's just hundreds and thousands of these things all over the place and every different style or which way and configuration and on every different type of land and zip code and everything else, it's almost impossible to really, as a consumer, have any idea what your house is worth. Like, it's it's literally almost impossible unless, again, you're in an area where houses are very much the same. But here in Southern Maryland, you know, all these houses were custom built at, you know, all throughout about a 50-year period. And it's very hard to find out what a house is worth without an appraisal. And you can certainly look at past sales and all those things. But even then, as a consumer, you have very, very limited ability to know any of this information. For one thing, you don't know what the motivation of those people selling those houses were. They might've been getting a divorce. Their house might've smelled like dog pee Or, you know, they might have held out for two years for the right buyer that was willing to pay that number. And then you're going to compare yours to them and you want to sell yours in 30 days. You don't have two years to wait. And one thing to consider is for two years of making mortgage payments, how much money was lost during that time? So anyway, getting the appraisal is absolutely a vital part of our process. And I think it should be a vital part of anybody selling their house unless they are... In a scenario where they're in a house that is just so easy to predict the price where it's in a it's in a neighborhood where all the houses are exactly the same and there's nothing like that here in southern maryland so guys i hope you found this little chat about appraisals helpful we find it to be um just a great tool and it's something where and I'll just throw a couple little scenarios out here really quick as I wrap up. And that is that, you know, we sold a house one time that it appraised. We, we, we met with a client who was told their house was worth about 320 And I didn't totally disagree with that price. It was very hard. It was a small rambler. And ended up appraising for 371 I personally got a little scared when I saw the number. We sold it at 372 if if they had not gotten the appraisal and if they had gone with another real estate agent, they would have lost $40,000, and that happens quite a bit where we find the appraisal comes in high. And if we're able to hit that number again, we feel like we're just able to high five everybody. It's more money than we thought we were able to get. And in many cases, we're also able to beat the appraisal. We can sell it for 10,000 or uh, the most we've done so far is, is I think like $18,000 over what the appraised value was, and the new appraisal was able to match the previous appraisal. Part of that by was by demonstrating that you know the house sold very quickly and it had multiple offers. And again, the appraisers don't like to blow deals up. But in any case, guys, hope you found this helpful. If you're looking for some more information on home selling tips, tricks, techniques, on how to sell your house for more money, make sure you check out my podcast and make sure you check out my website, HomesellingAdvice.net. This is Brian Mayer with the Mayer Group signing off. Make it a fantastic day.